following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk today in Arizona today. Great day out today. Uh, first, I'd like to say hello out there to Nikki, my cousin in Long Beach, California. You know, she's listening to the show today. How you doing today, Nikki? And uh, today I got a good, uh, one of our great friends in the studio today, uh, former NBA player, Kwame Hines. How you doing today, Kwame? Man, I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me here today. It's, it's, it's good to have you here. You know, we sit back when we're at the mic and we talk sports. So, you know, now we're on the mic. Now we can really talk it. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, I, I've been excited, man. You've been doing a great job on this show. And like I said, I, I just appreciate you having me here today, man. So appreciate you being here. You know, I want to start off, you know, uh, um, as you look at football, there's always a controversy. Any sport, there's a controversy. Like, you know, basketball, when you have two players on the team and big names, you know, and everybody's saying, who's going to start? Who's going to be the star? Let's start off with the Cardinals, Kwame Anderson, Derek Anderson, Matt Liner. They got this thing where Matt Liner feels he should be the quarterback, and Anderson, when, when players had a conflict, do that mess up the teamwork, you know, the chemistry of the team? You know, I believe conflict – a lot of times conflict is good for a team for the simple fact um, it puts talent and the availability of that position on the up and up. You know, it puts right. it on that table. And um, and that's that's one thing that's – I mean, it's a beneficial part for a team because uh, in that particular position, that person needs to be a leader. That person needs to have tough skin, and that person needs to know how to win. So putting that is, putting that, putting them to have to compete with that definitely – Definitely makes it better for the team situation. So uh, I, I'm, I have to disagree with that because I hate I hate competing because I feel you know I'm the best you know when I play a sport you know I don't want to compete against you you know what I'm saying but I know what you're trying to say you know it builds them play more but do you want to be in there you know saying everything you do wrong you like man I did something wrong now this guy might take my spot wouldn't you feel that way well, I mean well you know I would feel that way but in this certain in this particular situation you know. Um, I think I believe Liner's had in his mind that he's deserved this position, and uh, you know just as well as I know, professional sports—it's yeah. a business. Yeah, doesn't it? Nobody deserves anything unless it's earned. So, rather than being a bad situation, I think it just put it into realistic perception of what this game is really about. See, I'm, I still got to argue with you because you said he thinks he deserves it, and which a player should deserve it, right? I mean, look at it—if you say. That you've been there for three years, right? right? Take me and you basketball. You've been, you know, son for three years. And here come me, come in, new. And then I just, you have a bad game, but then I have a good game. Do I deserve to take your spot? No. You're going to say, wait a minute. I've been here three years. How do I, you know, 
You you don't deserve that. You know, I I feel, and I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. If if play on the football field were the only cards that were that were playing, you know, deciding factors in this situation, I think in this situation there are things that are going on off the field and and things that are taken consider under consideration emotionally that are actually making call, make, pulling decisions that so, are going on right now. But off the field should matter, though, I don't think, because just because at home, my wife having a baby or we having problems, should that matter? Because if I still go out there and throw a touchdown, should that matter, though, Kwame? Well, that you, means you get to take my spot because me and my wife are yelling at each other? Well, you know what? You know, I, I take sports and playing professional sports is just like you're going to battle every day that you're out there. Yeah. I mean, if you're a soldier... Do you feel comfortable with somebody being emotionally unstable on your team and having your back? If you put it in that perception, it kind of changes it a little bit. I know when I'm on team, if I'm going to battle, I need somebody that's mentally sound and mentally ready that's going to have my back and take me and help me get to that point. You know, mm-hmm. So that's where those off-field situations kind of play a card. It's emotionally you know, it's driven, it, it, it's the competitive piece, and that's where we go back to that competitive piece. No one at that level should ever shy away from, from being, you know, from ha- being pushed, from being driven. You know, um, one thing about a, any great player is that a push or a drive or, or somebody uh, pushing to take your position should never be taken in a wrong manner. It should, a, a real winner takes that yeah. as a strive to get better. Yeah, but... What player? Every player got problems. You can't never say that nobody got problems. You know what I'm saying? So just because a person got problems, you saying you want somebody that's strong. You know, I might have a problem at home, but when I come out there, I'm, I'm on football. You know what I'm saying? I'm mentally, when I'm on the football field, I'm on the football field. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm do or die with me. You need me to dive in the power, I'm there. But at home, just because I'm a little weak, that don't mean I'm weak on the field. That's a different play, you know. You leave your personal stuff at home, right? Right, right, And right. then, you know. But Every, because, everyone has to. But if to. you see me like, hey, look at, look at uh, James over there. He crying when he at home and he, you know, on that phone. But when I'm on that field, you see me busting my butt. You, you still want to go to battle with me? Well, the question is, and I want to ask you questions, in the last three years, have those emotions been left at home? With who? Me? With Liner. With Liner? Uh, Ask the question. Well, this is my point. My point is that he he was the quarterback. He came out to be this big-time, you know, college player. Right. He wasn't ready. Okay, right. You're young. That emotionally tear you up. But you know how it is when you come in there. You know, when I was my first year of the field, you know, when I was out there, I didn't know what I was doing. I running, yeah, I was running a college route, and they looked at me like, this ain't college. <laughs> but I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. Mostly I was messed up. You know, I, hey, I cried every night in camp at night, you know. My body ached. I didn't think I was going to make it. Mostly I was messed up. But physically, when I got on that field, I was, you know, let's do it. But, you know, Matt had three years. You know, where he should have grown, but they didn't work with him. I don't think, I don't, get me wrong, I don't think Max should be, but what I'm saying is, just because emotionally he ain't, he, he, he's taking it, you're right, emotionally wrong, but physically, I think he can't if they work with him. But do you want to do battle with him? They, they don't want to, you're right. You know, and, and you know, I, I never want to discredit any professional player in any realm of sports. You know, um, you know, I'll put it on the table. Liner, Liner's a great quarterback, and I think he has a lot of growth to come. And and he and you know, very successful college career. And um, and and as you said, you know, kind of unfortunate situation. I mean, he was playing behind the Hall of Famer, right? You know, but um, 
it comes a time in sports where business is business. <laughs> you know, and um and and if we do know the Bidwell family, dollar speaks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're not on the field. So, like I said, I think there's a lot of cards playing in this situation dollar wise and a lot of other things that are playing for why Matt is in the certain situation that he's in. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question. What's going on? When you were young and you first met, weren't you emotionally messed up? Were you, you? I mean. I wasn't emotionally. You know what? I was ready to take on any challenge that was there. Um, I, physically? Mentally also. Okay. Mentally also. Mentally. Um, I remember when, when I made that step, um, I worked hard to look across the field and realize I was a man amongst all men. Oh, yeah, I agree and, with and, that. And that uh, there was no age, there was no description, there was no talent level that was going to knock me from me doing the best that I could possibly do. And um, Were you scared, though? Nervous. Nervous, okay. Nervous. You know, I, I, I feel there's a difference between nervous and scared. Scared, scared is you're not going to do what you're able to do. Nervous, you can shake it. Well, what I mean by scared was, like, when I was with Philly, I was scared to drop a ball wrong the wrong route. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't scared to be out there. Right. I was scared if I did something wrong, I was going to, you know. And it's a, it's a cutthroat out there. You it, met it someone is a time. You know, you well, was you, out of there, Philly. Well, you know, my, when, when I played, I always figured – if I did, if I did it hard, <laughs> it was no. okay. If there was a mistake made, you know, I have a philosophy now, even with young players. You know, if you make one mistake, that's okay as long as it's not two. Don't follow it with a second one. Buddy Ryan said the same thing. He said, "I can accept one mistake, but two, you're professional, and then two of the same mistakes. Two of the same mistakes. That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I agree with you on that. You one know, call. don't yeah. give me two back to right. back. You make one, make up for it. Make don't give me two. So I mean. So you saying if they make two, how do you did you ever make two? Put it that way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so what did you do? I mean, what you 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 know you just have to make the adjustments. You have to make the adjustments, and that and that's the difference between um, a lot of players. You know, being able to make instant adjustments. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, we have some players that have to do the repetition, repetition, yeah. repetition over and over again. But the difference between that. Quality athlete, that high performance athlete, that athlete can make adjustments at the drop of a dime, mm-hmm. and it can be done and be done efficiently. Don't uh, people always say, you know, when um, I was in the sport, you know, I practiced my butt off. I felt practice was my game. Some people don't feel practice is their game. They rather just go right to the game. And say, hey, that's what I'm gonna give. Matter of fact, Dennis Rodman. I remember Dennis like, I don't need practice. But when Dennis went out there the game, he gave a hundred percent. But by us going to talk to young people, we don't tell them it's not the game time. You learn from practice to get to the game. You agree with that? What do you feel about that? Man. I mean, because I know you got a program where you help kids and you do. Tell me about that. Man, practice is so important when when trying to excel in, in any sport. You know, um, and, and to be honest with you, it's not even sports. That's in life. Life. You know, we got to practice to be great at anything that we want to achieve. Mm. And, um, but that's one thing um, in sports, you know, it's kind of it's kind of falling away from uh, to the wayside a little bit because, you know, a lot of times people just look at athleticism, not necessarily the skill in this day and age. And and, and that's been a trend. And, and that's why I, I wanted to ask you that, because this thing, you know, I'm tired of talking, but with Brett, he feel he had to come in the camp. But that's practice, right? Yeah, that's practice. And, and, and what you were saying. 
people think of athleticism. Yeah, we know he grabs, but still he needs to practice. Am I right? I, I feel he needs to practice. Um, you know, um, at his age, I know they want to take care of him and things like that. But even if he's not going to physically go out there and run, I think he should be there for the emotional balance of the team because he's part of it. He's part. Yeah, I, you know what? That's that's some um, their thing up because you know I'm tired of everybody saying Brett, you know, and he's great athlete. He don't need to come in and practice. This might be something that he needs to, you know, to, to get down with the line and the snap. You know, everybody need practice. And what, your buddy favorite line, Allen Iverson. What do you say? Practice. You talk about practice. Practice. <laughs> practice? Well, don't you know one one thing? I mean, we can go where I mean the old saying, uh, and and it's a true saying: a team follows leadership. Exactly, You're right? You know, and and that's one hundred percent what it is. You know, a leader needs to provide the foundation that the team has to follow. But I agree. But if Brett not being a leader, not coming practice, what do you think that team? You know, I'll hold your answer on that one. We got that music, so we're going to go take a break. Let's but take one. This is heating up. Well, I like this. Kwame Hines, my guest, special guest in here. And um, he's doing a great thing for community, too. And I'll get him to talk about that later on. But this is James Lovin hosting Lovin' That Sports Talk. Be right back. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you already get the general sports headlines and discussion on tv and radio tune in to the blueprint with randall gatewood yeah we'll cover all the general big name stuff too but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else we'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little known successes If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howery. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. 
It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howery. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we... We cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Lovin, host of Lovin' That Sports Talk. I'm back with my guest, Kwame Hines. How you doing, Kwame? Hey, doing great. Having I a good thought you were going to leave the studio. You know, we got to talk about practice. Hey, <laughs> practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we ended off, I had to ask you, you said leadership build, you know, and like you say, Brett Friday and Cal. How would that hurt a team when you don't have your main star player there, but he comes in when he wants, but he don't practice, and you out there, you know, busting your butt? How, how would you feel? No, um... Even at the professional level, you know, at some point, I know money plays a, a big part, and you know, mm-hmm. it separates things, you know, when you get to that level. But, um, you know, as I said, you know, team follows leadership, and I think it's in, very important in, in, in professional for, sports, college sports, that whoever's looked at as a leader to be present. Because every year there's new people that get involved in an organization, you know, as far as the Vikings go. You know, you got you got a, you got rookies to get drafted in. You know, I have a I have a friend, Everson Griffin. Okay. You, you know, uh, drafted up from USC. He's a rookie there. You know, and I'm pretty sure if he's going to be lying, laying his blood, sweat, and tears to protect that man, right. he'd definitely like to know who he's protecting. But 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 Kwame, I know what you're saying. Where the but shouldn't that start with the organization, like the coaches? And I'm saying like, hey, Brett, you know, you need to get in here, everybody else. But if they're not saying don't come in here, you know. Should it start with them? You know, it, it's true. It, it it should. It should. It really, really should. Um, it should start from up top. But you know, um, but in this game, you know, in the, in, in this last, you know, 10, 10, 15 years, it, it money plays a big part in in who makes those deciding factors because the guys wearing the helmet are making more than the guys up top. But is that fair though? Yeah. You, you, you keep saying money, yeah. but yeah, but you got um, Adrian Peterson making good money on that team too, you know. But is it fair? Come on now, can't can't on. necessarily. We can't. No, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. It's you, not fair. You actually like you know, want to say that? Yeah, I, I didn't want to say. It. It's tough to say, <laughs> you know, because there, I mean, there's a lot of situations that that we could think about where where um, decisions should be made from up top rather than the player. I mean. Um, Not to change the subject a little bit, but USC with this Heisman Trophy situation Mm -hmm. with Reggie Bush. Um, What what are your thoughts about that? Well, being a college player, and I know, you know, I wasn't a big name like he was, you know, back at Wyoming, you know. Okay, yeah, I was a big no. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was going to say, you better change that, Mr. Lovin. Change that up. No, but um, (laughs) I can see where that happened, you know. And for a kid, you know, all these people coming at him, you know. 
I mean, when I was in there, I had an agent fly me on the car to Dallas and offer me a car. I didn't know what to do. I didn't take it. I should have, you know. Right. But right. I didn't know. So thinking his status, he did only what, you know, a normal 19-year-old going to do. When you put money in your pocket, hey, what can you do? I mean. You really can't do anything. One, You know, one thing that kind of disturbs me a little bit about this situation, because they're, they're, now they're considering hunting Reggie to get his trophy back. And um, you know, both and I played collegi- Both you and I yeah. played collegiately, and and um, one of one of the one of the NCAA rules they they broken was was his eligibility, and they mm-hmm. said that you know the year he won that Heisman Trophy, he was not even eligible <laughs> to play. So they was already breaking rules. He was they, they, he was not eligible. But then, hold on, to did play. we talk about this? Yes, about yes. a player going to go out there and. And play. If you tell him the coach go, he's gonna go, right? I mean, if, if then we talk about if that. I'm I'm an athlete, you yep. know, and I'm a star athlete. Say I won't, I won't even label a school a top division one school, and mm-hmm. I'm the star. If I'm ineligible, and my coach says you have to pay, you have to play, and that coach is paying for everything that that I'm I live for at that time, mm-hmm. school, dorm. And everything else that comes with it, meals. I mean, basically they cover everything when right. you're in college. Yeah. So if my coach says play, it's okay. Who am I to say no? I'm not going to today. Right. And that's what disturbs me about the situation. They want to take the Heisman Trophy from a man that did what he was asked to do. So what you said is not his fault, right? It's the school. They knew what he was going to do. So why punish him? But still, you gotta get him, punish him too for not going to his class and doing his work, right? Exactly. He, he's at fault too now. You he, gotta do he, your work. He's definitely at fault exactly. too. Because I'm I'm an academic guy. You know, I went to Pepperdine right. University. You know what I mean? Okay. Academics are very high, and um, he needs to be held accountable. Yeah. You know, for not going to class. Right. But um, you know, but for as far as performance, as far as performance, you know that, you know, should he be knocked for performance when? When the when channels were broken from the from the laws above, yeah. that that gave him an opportunity to to do the things that he achieved. I agree with you, but my point is too, he got to be held accountable too. Yes, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you know, you got to be eligible to you know to play that sport. Right. You know, I so, know when I was at Wyoming one time, <laughs> we took us a mess off. They called us in the office like, hey. We bring in other people. You ain't eligible. We had to go summer school. You know what I mean? Right. You know, but at first, when the season was going, we'll get them in trouble. <laughs> 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 but when the season was going on, it was okay. And that's what you saying. The coach was like, don't, you know, we need your practice. Because, you know, that year we was doing good. We going to a bowl game, you know. We need you in practice. I'm like, okay, cool. I ain't going to class. You know, but you're right. When your coach tell you to do that, and you go. You go. You, you know? go. I mean, that – I. I mean, I, I have the thing. I mean, especially in college, especially Division One, when your yeah. head coach tells you to do something, you do you it. You do it. No questions asked. You know, I hate to. I hate. I, I want. You know, I want to go into some basketball, which, but I got this question for you. you know? That's right. And you, you ready for this? I'm one? ready for it. I'm ready for I, it. I, I, I argue with a friend of mine back in Chicago about this. You know, when you play sports, NBA, baseball, and all like that. Now, now listen to me for your answer. Okay, okay. When the season over with, do the teams have control over you, your life? My friend was saying that they do because you're under contract. No, I feel once your the season over, your contract ends right there. 
And if you get in trouble, do you? Why you still get in trouble when it's off season? You, do you know what I'm trying to say? How do you I feel about that? You know, um, I've, I have two sides of that. <laughs> I, I'm I, right I have here. two sides of that. We got a whole hour show. Okay. I, the, the, the first side of that, the athlete side of me says, you know, that I should have my off seasons to myself. You know, um, I shouldn't be able to be policed. You okay. know, I should be able to do whatever I want to do in my off season as long as I'm in shape yeah. when I come back to camp. And, and things like that. That's the player in me, okay? okay. Management side of me. <laughs> <laughs> Management side of me yeah. that observes the athlete's behaviors on offseason says that I have to protect my multi-million dollar investment, which this guy, if, if, if this certain individual is signed to a four- to five-year contract, I'm saying I've invested this much money in five years I'm going to make sure he's healthy for that five years, and that 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 contract is year round, not just during the season. Yeah, but why should you have control over my life at the season where I can't go out to a bar or I can't go out here? You know, it's like you control it my whole life. When even with you know off season, when I'm not over here on the field, you know, well, if I go to the park with my family, I can't have a beer or, or hang out or get wild and like that because you got me on the contract. Is, is that fair to where you got to? Still hold your standard for this team? Well, you know, I, you know. On one hand, I, I don't think so. But then, on the other hand, what player was that that that, that broke his ankle playing basketball? Oh, in the off season, yeah. you know, and he's on a multi million dollar contract. You know, him playing basketball in the off season now, now that's that's tapped into money that they've paid, played him to to you know to hold up his contract. I, I agree with that. That's different because I think in some of the contracts they got in there, you can't do this. I think like yes, you, yeah, with oh, basketball yeah. player, you can't play pickup ball, right? Can't play pickup ball. You can't um, motorcycles. Oh. Uh, your off road, you know, your off road, your off terrain oh. vehicles for quads, things like that. All those are off limits. That's why uh, Roethlisberger was in trouble that mm. that season when he really had that accident well, on his motorcycle. Side. Yeah, that was in his contract, that, but. What I'm referring to is when you go to a club or you go out, you know, you, you can't do things because you, you're looking at them like, man, I can't have two beers. I can only have one. got to hold that image. Right. Is that fair to hold you down for that? You know, I, I think I don't, I, don't, I don't really look at it as. Um, you ain't going to pick a side. I, I don't really tell. look at it as holding, it, holding me down. I look at it as protection. You know, um. I really look at it as protection. You know, um, you can look at it as holding you down, but you look at the numbers of, of athletes that do have issues, that do go mm-hmm. out and cut up, and um, those numbers are high. And I think guidelines have to be set for the majority, not the minority. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't going to give me one way or another. I'm with the athlete side or the management, which one you going to pick? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the management. You're the glass half empty or I'm the a, half I'm going to have to go with the management side. You gonna go with the management? I'm gonna go with the management side. But I bet if, when you back your days playing, you probably want to go with the uh, athlete side, wouldn't you? Yes, That's double yes. standard. Look but at you. No, no, no double standard because yep. you know why? I'm a little older now, and I know holding that management side, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have retired athletes with money still in the bank and with careers. So you tell me when you, when you back playing, you will say, "Hey, well, I'm off season. Why I can't go do this?" Come on. But you know, I was I was glad there were some guidelines. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, mean, I was glad there were huh? guidelines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
because you know, but to be honest with you, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad there were guidelines because I think about it now, and um, I probably would have made a, a more, you know, decisions yeah. that I shouldn't have made, you know, in that time, and uh, and I'm still wild. Don't don't get me wrong, yeah. but um, I think. It, it made me make a lot of decisions that I think I hold value to now. I think like what I'm kind of hearing you saying was you can't still be wild, but you can be under control. Under control. And um, like you say, you go have a beer and party, you know, but you got to know what club to go to because, like Plastico, you know, brought a gun to the club. I need to bring a gun to that club. I'm not even going to that Don't club. Don't need to be there. Exactly. So we got that music. We're going to take another break. I'm back with my guest, Kwani. Are you going to be here, Kwani, when we get back? Hey, I'll be here. I'll be we, here. We're going to ask him about LeBron when we get back. All right, now. This is James Loving, hosting Loving That Sports Talk. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howery. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howery. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Voice America Sports. 
You're hooked up with Loving Networks Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jay Lovin and hosting Lovin' That Sports Talk. I got my guest, Kwame Heiser. You still here, right? I'm still here, man. That's still like. here. That's what I like. Still here. You know, when we left off, we was, you know, talking about um, eligibility and all that. But, you know, um, like this story, you know, I want to kind of give you. And know, I know we're going to go at it with this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I want to kind of flip it over because I know you know a lot about, you know. And, and I know you have a good reaction to this. You know, I was talking about LeBron when he made that decision and he left Cleveland. You know, I feel what he did to Cleveland, he slapped him in the face. But a lot of people keep saying, hey, the free agent, he had the right to do that. But my thing was the way he did it now, you know. Right. As you, if you were a teammate and a player did that, how would you feel? You know, the, 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 this right here, like you said, um, Cleveland took it, a, took it as a slap in the face because the way it was handled. I think the whole situation could have been handled a little differently if everyone knew he was going to make his announcement in the first three minutes instead of an hour. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing. Okay, the the second thing is that, you know, um, there's a lot of, you know, Cleveland and ownership and management, you know, they're they're angry because there's not too many people that that have the ability to leave $30 million on the table, Mm -hmm. you know. And, um ownership and management took that as a slap of the face because they put it out there and they thought it was more brotherly money than business money. Mm. And um and that's that's where the bad the bad emotion comes from because it is his hometown. Um business wise uh you know LeBron well, I mean it was a free agent. He could do anything he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And business wise um Cleveland was not working to put the pieces around him that he needed. But Kwame, they already had a great team. They got Antoine James with that piece they said they needed. Right. They could have got um, Star- Stoudemire from here, but they went with Antoine. Right. What other pieces did they need? They were blowing through the season with everybody. What other pieces did you see they needed? You know what? Honestly, <laughs> you know what I think I well, you know what I think blew that whole deal? What's that? When they were looking for a coach and LeBron stated that he wanted to he wanted to play for somebody with a reputation mm-hmm. and it was reputable. And they went after the Michigan State coach instead of going right. after By- Byron Scott from the beginning. Yeah, but you think he got mad because they went him? But Byron still came and tried to get him. But it, it was it was like it was it was, it was already done. It was that, they brought Byron in twenty four hours before he announced. You know they were working on that Michigan State coach for but, over a month. So you think the coach was the problem? Why they Man, got that? That was, that was the number one because look, if they if, if if management isn't willing to to I mean if they're willing to, not willing to bring a coach in to to lead the organization back to leadership again, yeah. if they're not willing to bring them into pieces with with that history and that tradition to lead a team, how are they going to bring in the pieces and the players to help you too? So what you said was they blew out everybody in that division had the best record. That coach was a problem for LeBron? No. You know, how, how coaches don't play the game, right? They, they they don't. They don't. You know, when they got in that playoff, what was wrong with them not winning? They beat everybody. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, it, you know, if we think about past teams, 
with great records and winning records, but don't get over that bubble. Right. What happens to the coach? You know, you the, the, the only coach that has n- that has not happened to is the Utah Jazz coach. Right. That's the only guy. So you tell me, your basketball team, you coaching, and they don't give that hump. Are you the blame? No. You put your players in that position to win, right? Exactly. And they got to go out there and play, right? Exactly. You just put them in that position as a coach, right? Right. So why why you take it out on Brown? Well, you know, I'm not really taking it out on Brown. Management took it out on Brown because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Because he right. has he has power over him. Right. So management's not going to take that shot. They'd rather get rid of Brown, not take that heat, than get somebody to fill that spot and then go get the player. Right. So you, you know what I mean? But Brown was the was the scapegoat for uh, them not being successful. And then they end up get turned around being messed around. Yep. You know, you know it, it it went hand in hand. I I really think the organization handled thing bad from the start, and and that's exactly what fumed that whole situation. And um, it's just like any other relationship, any any bad relationship, you know, right. any good relationship going wrong, you know, um, there's always going to be somebody hurt. Okay. You know, and right. and um, unfortunately in this situation, when you make a hundred million dollars, you're not the hurt one. No, you're not. <laughs> you're right. You know, <laughs> but you know, like you say, it, it just made me look different at him. You know, the way he handled it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's almost like when Brett taking time to come in camp, right? Or when a player, you know, like, well, I'll make my decision tomorrow. Then it's another day. Then you make a big skeptical of it. You know, that makes you look bad. You know, I, I think he really should have. Taking the time and had a sit down with that owner, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, for any owner to bring, to build a practice facility that's down the street from your house, so you don't have to drive far. Right. I think it deserves a sit down conversation and explain to him why you're unhappy and why you're going to make a decision. Um, you know, um, that and that's the problem with a lot of organizations right now is that. Communication is starting to get lost between, you know, because there's people involved in between. I think um, in this situation, LeBron wanted uh, LeBron. This owner had a feeling he was treating LeBron as a family member when really there's so many people involved. He was being treated as a basketball player. There was no personal, no, there's no personal feeling. I looked at that when you said that aloud. You know, I always hear that, you know, communication key to anything and relationships, too. Exactly. You know, I hear that from somebody. And, you know, you learn that now. Over the time, I learned that. If you don't communicate, you know, if it's sports, life, or a relationship, it's going to break apart. And then it's hard to get that communication back. Exactly. Because you don't know where to start to communicate. So, you know, I agree with you on communication, you know, anything, not only sports, too. But, you know, I still got to ask this question. Go ahead. Miami going to win it all or what? You still got you, the you, Lakers. You know, you know I'm in L.A., man. You still got the Lakers. I, I still got the Lakers. I still got the Lakers, man. You know, and to be honest with you, all it did was challenge Kobe again. Kobe, that's it. All it did, that's all it did. All it did. I think all it did was, like I say, challenge Kobe and just sell tickets from Miami. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all it's going to do. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to have they're gonna have their ups and downs. They're going to have to figure out how to, how to play with each other so that the entire team is successful and not just three. You know, um... You know, but they have all the potential. I mean, they've added some pieces to that organization that, I mean, undeniably are strong. You know, and and Pat Riley, I've loved Pat Riley since the Lakers days. You know, and and if we think about the history of Pat Riley, what he pulled off with LeBron is not the first time he's done this. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody dropped him off with surprise, but Pat Riley's been doing this for years. 
Okay, you the coach of Miami. Who takes the last shot of the game to win the game? Who takes that last shot? Come on, coach. Oh man, I, I, you I, got I, you got three stars on there. Who somebody Phillips gonna get hurt, right? I keep it with Wade. You gonna hurt I, Le, I, LeBron? I keep it with, I, nope, nope. You know why? Because LeBron gonna do all the dirty work in between. But don't every player want the last shot? But Look what happened with Scottie Pippen when he was mad with Krukos, right? But it's Wade. But you know, <laughs> but when we when when they brought Ray Allen, when they brought Ray Allen and Garnett to Boston. Paul still takes that last yeah, shot. Yeah, because those not the other guys that, you know, they're not as great as LeBron and, you know. But, I yeah, Wade still takes that shot. Wade still takes it. Wade still takes it. Don't you think LeBron gets upset sooner or later in the season, Sam? Mm-hmm. But you know what? I really feel – I think those guys have a relationship on, on, on the caliber of, 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 of talent that they, that they possess. Quanny, come on now. You know better. If I'm on the team and I feel like I'm the best player too, I'm going to, you know, look at – I keep bringing up that team, Lakers here. You know, you're a Lakers fan. What Gary team am I going to say? Gary you know, gonna say. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. I have to say it. Am I wrong or right? Hey, hey, look you, how you, that you, team you, was tore apart. But you know what? But I will say this. I will say this. We we added pieces with Malone and Peyton and and all all those guys were already they they were looking for a championship, not necessarily just trying to win one. You don't think LeBron looking for one? But he's still in his prime. But you don't think Chris Bosh looking for one? Still in his prime. But it, it, they still looking see, for that championship. No, but but see, with them being still in their prime, they going to get one. Like, they're not looking. Well, that's why they don't want to keep waiting. That's yeah. why they did that together. Figure that you know, yeah. Because LeBron stayed with Cleveland for six years, then win one. Then now he go and try and win one and be with Wade. Now that's looking for one, man. But you, I mean, I think of, I think of the old Laker teams, the old Laker teams. We have, you know, we had Magic, you know, we had, I mean, Worthy, you had Kareem, you had, I mean, you Byron Scott. I mean, you can you can go down. These lists of players, man, legacy organizations have had a big three. Yeah, yeah. Look at Paul Pierce, Garnett, right. and uh, Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. You know. He, I mean, but the you, big three weren't all really, really superstars like Miami. Am I wrong or right? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever right. seen them like that great? You know? No, no, never seen them that great. You know, but, you know, Bosch, you know, I will give it to Wade, and I give it, to, you know, Bosch is filling that role. Yeah, he ain't a superstar, so he's a role player, right? Bosch is filling that role. You know, so really, if we think about any other team, you think of Denver Nuggets, you know? You got Carmelo. Yeah. You got Chauncey Billups. Yeah. <laughs> That's big shot, man. Yeah. Chauncey Billups, if he was on my squad, he takes that last shot every night. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? They ain't missed a big shot for nothing. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you think of most squads out there, you have a big two. Steve Nash, when Amari was here, you yeah. had your big two. I mean, you can go down the list of a big two. So really, I look at that as a big two, not a big three. Okay, I agree. I don't think Bosch is no, you know, one. So I agree with you on that. Right on. This is James Loving with my guest, Kwani Hines. You still going to be here when I get back? Yeah, I'll be here, baby. I like that. Yo, and this is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on, it will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Levin, host of Levin at Sports Talk, and I got my guest, Kwani Hines. You still here? I'm still here. Still here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wish we had another. Oh, we go with this all day. You hey, know man, all day long. <laughs> all day long. All day, you know. Um, you know what? I, I have um, something else. Kind of, you know, we look at, you know, sports. I've been like, you say, your job and business and all like that, you know. How is it when, you know, um, when these players – um, how I'm gonna say how I can put this? How's when the players, you know, you know, you guys act a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and you put yourself and your your organization when you don't go act this way. You know, do that make a player feel like they're in like some kind of, you know, what I'm saying? Well, you always gotta be on your toes. You gotta know who you're around. You know, you 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 agree with me? You know, 
I do agree with you. And um you know, and 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 this is another thing you have you have a player aspect and then you have I I can say a professional aspect mm-hmm. of it. And um and it's hard for 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 athletes to understand it when they're young. You know, you and right. I both know. You know, um you know, when you're young and and you have a little change in your pocket, you know, you you, you do kind of it's hard to separate attitude on the field or on the court, you know, uh, separate from fast cars and hanging out. You know, right. it, it does get jumbled up. But, um, you know, I think the separation as an athlete gets older realizes that it's a sense of responsibility, you know, and it's a job right. to be able to carry to have the ability to carry yourself. Because, you know, I believe that if you're a professional athlete, you're not only just, you know, a professional on the on the job, I believe that you should be a professional off, off the, the job, job too. You know, um, I've I, I've been one that grown up that that says that your personal life, you know, actually judges your professional life, and I truly believe that, and I think that's an aspect that a lot of people should think about when when they're getting into that line. I, I kind of agree with you. I know, like you say, my parents, you know, um, they've been married fifty five years, and she always told me. You act the same way you act when you're around me and your dad that mm-hmm. you act all in those streets when you're not around us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you act professional in that job, and when you're outside the street, you act the same way professional. So I kind of wrap that up with you know, what my parents saying. You know, just because you're not around us, you don't get to act the fool, you know? Exactly. Just because you ain't around your coach and all like that, when y'all, you don't get to act the fool, you know? Exactly. So I agree with you saying, you know, your professional life should, you know, be the same as what is over here. Yep, exactly. You know? I mean, so, there's there's definitely a balance there. There's definitely a balance that 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 equals things out for a person to be successful. And then, like you say, we go back to, like, with sports. You know, sports are real athletic. You know, you get in shape. And all like that. When you come my age, you're out of shape, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you get, you know, my age, 29, you get out of shape, hey, you know. You know you but, know, you know, there's a lot of no uh, obesity out, out there with kids. And where should that start from, Kwame? I mean, shouldn't that start with, like, the kids and then, you know, because I see now that people always want their kids to be in sports and do all like this. But what what do we need, you know? You went to – tell us. You know, we – um, you know, child obesity and, and sports – you know, sports has been a really driving a focal point for families, our right. economy. I mean, forever. forever. And I think right now it's it's in a, it's really mainstream with with club sports. We have club sports. We have. I mean, it's it's separated club sports, recreation sports. Then you have, you know, your your, your individual leagues. I mean, you know, church leagues. I mean, church things yeah. things have completely gotten divided as times have gone. Um, but one thing that's changed with our youth is that um, is obesity. You yeah. know, um, with educational cuts and things like that, you know, there are no PE programs in preschools. Right. Um, yeah. You know, um, you know, back in the day when we were in school, we got PE every day. Every day. You know, um, now now they're getting it twice a week. You know, um, the, the state just cut back just a couple years ago pulling out the snack machines in the schools because <laughs> of it. You know, I mean, right. it, it's amazing. But... Um, you know, but it all starts from the house. It right. all starts from the home. Uh-huh. And I think that, you know, we need to focus a little more on finding good things for our kids to get involved with at an early age. So so we're actually in a preventative mode with these issues that we have as far as, you know, um, is, is obesity and being overweight and things like that instead of, you know, always being into, you know, the clinical mode. 
Well, I, and I agree. I, I met a family, you know, because um, I got this business, Right Star Outreach, and we help, you know, kids, you know, different things and when they eat. But, you know, one parent, she told me, you know, she had a, a 18-month-old son. She's like, my son going to play football. And I'm thinking, you know, you need to, when you get out to work with him, you know, give him physical, you know, do something. Don't just sit there and throw him over here, you know. You got to steps you take, you know. Exactly. But at, like I said, society, we don't think that anymore. All we think is, like say, let's get sports to get out of what we in. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and when I was growing up, too, you know, I always say, you know, I want to play sports by my mom and dad's house. And do all. But, you know, we need to start working with these kids, like say, young, start at home. Exactly. Get them these exercises. And, and you know, that obesity, because they sitting around playing these video games, right? Yeah, man. These video games are something else. You know, I, I had a I played in the ABA for a minute, and uh, we had this point guard. We had this point guard. It was pretty good, you know, a little quick guy. And uh, I asked him, I said, hey, man, where would you get your game from? He said, from from NBA Live. <laughs> and, and was serious. Yeah. He was serious. He was serious. He was serious. You know, it's a younger generation. You know, I tried to make that ABA run a little older. Yeah. You know what I mean? They was calling me Pops. <laughs> but, you know, what yeah. he, he told me that, and it, and it blew my mind. But kids nowadays do not get outside and do things. Um, As you know, James, I run, a, I run an organization called Athletes for Awareness. Okay. And um, Athletes for Awareness. It's a great program. And thank you. Thank yeah. you. And uh, the four isn't actually F-O-R. It, it, it's the number four. And um, we work with our communities in preventing the stages of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and healthy lifestyle. So um, these, these, these issues that we're discussing right now are something that our, that, that our organization works hard with our communities to, to spread awareness and definitely get pre- preventative information to families and youth for these things. Yes. Uh, well, you know what? I know your program you're doing. Uh, hats off to you. Thank you. You know, for doing it. I'm, you know, getting involved with it. I'm learning more about you know. And uh, we'll have you on the show again. Definitely we can speak more of that and get the information out to how people can get to you in contact. You know, I, before we get off, I'd like to thank everybody that supported Right Star Outreach Car Wash um, last weekend. It oh, it was great. It was a, it was great. That was a success. And hey, you did a great job, James. Thank you. And I want to thank all the people who helped and the players that came out, former players that showed up. And, you know, from the music, we had a good time. The food, it was, it was a great time. It was a great time. You know, I'd like to thank Ray. Ray showed up, you know. That was really good. Get to see him all on our side, you know. Ray, like, man, you live way low over there. <laughs> 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 but it was great. And like I say, you know, it's, it's going to be great, you know, sitting down, work with you, talk with you. Cause I know what type of person you are, you know, just to come out and meet you and then see, you know, things grow from that, you know. Because I'm learning a lot about AFNI for where, because I never knew that either, you know. So, man, I appreciate you having us on. And, and uh, like I said, we'll, I'll definitely be here again. And, and Hey, the door's always, you always welcome to be here, you know, and sit down with me. Right you on. know, you used to have Diane on here. She's like, oh, I can't be on it today. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Diane, hey. <laughs> What's up, Diane? <laughs> but, yeah, this is Jay Lovey with Sport, loving that sport talk. It's been great sitting down with you talking back football, basketball, you know. Just getting your opinion, your thoughts, or what you know going on, because you know some people don't know, and you know. Hey, I appreciate it, and uh, definitely, man, I, I love, I'm loving this show. <laughs> <laughs> Jake loving, hosting, loving that sports talk, and we'll see you next week.
That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.